Episode 79, Lent, Week 1. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will deliver him and give him glory. I will grant him length of days. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone to this first Sunday of Lent in Year B. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of scripture, prayer and reflection. When I was a child My speech and thoughts were like a little child But as an adult put away those ways A child no longer now But speaking as a man For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Now we see unclearly As if we looked into a mirror dimly But then we will see as people face to face No longer partly, but fully known and loved For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Love it is patient Love is kind, not beautiful of boast Never insisting things to be its way Not resentful, but gaining joy in truth For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Love, love bears all things, love believes and hopes, love endures all things, love never ends. For faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest one is love. As we gather together as God's family, let us acknowledge our sins and prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. 
Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observances of Holy Lent, that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ, and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 9, verses 8 to 15. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you, for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is set in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The Word of the Lord Your paths, Lord, are love and faithfulness for those who keep your covenant. Make me know your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. According to your steadfast love remember me, for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right, and teaches the humble his way. Your paths, Lord, are love and faithfulness for those who keep your covenant. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Chapter 3, verses 18 to 22. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh and made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison. In former times these did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few that is, eight persons, were saved through water. Baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, 
not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities and powers made subject to him. The Word of the Lord. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. No one lives on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 1, verses 12 to 15. After Jesus was baptized, the Spirit drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The Gospel of the Lord As Lent begins, the church enters a period of spiritual renewal leading to Easter. Lent is a time of retreat. We journey inward to places of solitude and silence, to rediscover God's love for us, to refocus and reconnect to God's priorities, and to allow God to reorder our habits and choices according to God's values. In the passage prior to the Gospel, for the first Sunday of Lent, Mark writes that Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan and heard the voice of his Heavenly Father confirming that his future mission was blessed. Then we read that Jesus was driven immediately into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit so as to prepare for his public mission. The words are very powerful. They are strong words. Jesus was driven by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. He was impelled, obliged. He had a sense of urgency and necessity. He lived among the wild beasts. But we might be surrounded by animals, but we're not animals and we don't have to act like them. We humans have been given the gift of discernment, the ability to tell right from wrong, the rare gift of freedom and choice. So we're unique in being able to adapt our lives and our choices and our priorities. So we know we're not merely slave to our base inclinations, not merely forever stuck and reacting in genetically pre-programmed ways to life or its events. We've been given the human grace by God to override or rise above any base aspects that might keep us responding on the same level as other animals. This temptation is real for humans and it appears it was something Jesus faced in his 40 days in the wilderness surrounded by wild and wilderness. It also says he was tempted by Satan. One could ask the good question, when were you last tempted? 
But for us humans, it's better to ask, when were we last not tempted? Our lives are filled with all sorts of temptations. And our Lord's life was also filled with temptation. Temptation to take the easier, but not the best path. Temptation to lose hope in difficult situations. Temptation to put ourselves and our needs, legitimate or not, before others. Tempted to respond to our desires rather than our duties. And so many more. In so many ways we're assailed by temptations to take a less loving, more selfish, less compassionate path. A path that ultimately denies that God is the centre of our lives and our existence. Then it says angels of hope and trust ministered to him as he fasted and prayed during those 40 days. Do we accept the strength of the sacraments, the support of parishioners, family and friends, and the encouragement along this difficult path that is offered at different times? Hope is one of the best defences against temptations that can weigh us down. Hope need not be over-idealistic, but can exist even under the full weight of the reality of just how bad things can be for people. Hope is never losing sight of God's faithfulness and love. And hope is continuing to love and show and live the values of the gospel of Jesus, even when everything around us is going wrong. For us, there's no physical desert. Our deserts are symbolic. They're moments of dryness in our lives that come from tensions, from arguments, from anxiety, from war and so many other sources. This gospel passage invites us to recognise those times when we experience our own temptations and are tempted to despair or become desolate to acknowledge our fear as times that reveal the face of God to us in a very close way. These are the times in which we discover our utter reliance on God and that leads us to new and greater life. It also says that perhaps patience should be seen as one of the more powerful of the virtues, forbearance, restraint, pause, waiting trust, Surely these are remedies for what would otherwise be a huge list of possible mistakes and sins. What have been the desert moments in your life that have caused you tension, stress or even despair? Let's recall how God's been part of these moments. Can we let our Lord, who lived in the wilderness for 40 days and was assailed by all sorts of temptations that would later resurface in other ways during his ministry and knowing that he faced the inevitable consequences of the cross and suffering for the path of love and forgiveness that he was about to take can we let Jesus lead us in this journey he's very experienced in this as we face so many different aspects of spiritual wilderness in our lives and allow it to fill us up with all the virtues that conquer sin love faith and hope, and also patience, goodness, chastity, temperance, charity, diligence, kindness and humility. Jesus is ably suited to leading and guiding us through this and all other experiences of wilderness.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As people of the New Covenant, with confidence, let us place our prayers before God. That the church community will be a living sign of God's presence among us. Lord, hear us. That all people will continue to respect the gift of creation. Lord, hear us. That those who lack freedom may experience liberation from Christ. Lord, hear us. That all gathered here may spend this season of Lent renewing their faith and commitment to gospel values in their daily lives. Lord, hear us that those who are in ill health receive healing, strength and peace. And may the Lord guide those who care for them. Lord, hear us. That those who have died in the faith of baptism may rise to newness of life in Christ, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Forgiving God, as we begin this Lenten season, we ask you humbly to hear our prayers. Grant us a spirit of repentance, so that we may live in peace with all people. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Give us the right dispositions, O Lord, we pray, to make these offerings, for with them we celebrate the beginning of this venerable and sacred time. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. By abstaining forty long days from earthly food, he consecrated through his fast the pattern of our own Lenten observance. And by overturning all the snares of the ancient serpent, taught us to cast out the leaven of malice, so that celebrating worthily the Paschal Mystery, we might pass over at last to the eternal Paschal Feast. And so with a company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, 
Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. One does not live by bread alone but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Let us pray. Renewed now with heavenly bread, by which faith is nourished, hope increased and charity strengthened, we pray, O Lord, that we may learn to hunger for Christ, the true and living bread, and strive to live by every word which proceeds from your mouth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing and peace. May bountiful blessing, O Lord, we pray, come down upon your people, that hope may grow in tribulation, virtue be strengthened in temptation, and eternal redemption be assured. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you.